Welcome to episode 143 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, of course, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland. And we are coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us at tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter, and on Instagram at tdrexplorer, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash tdrexplorer, as well as many, many, many other places all under TDR Explorer. I'm one of your hosts, Patricia. Um, I take photos. I go to TDR. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram under Dream Sweets Love. And I am recovering from jet lag. Um, and as always, the amazingly busy and charismatic Chris. What's going on, Chris? Um, not suffering from jet lag, but <laughs> you definitely are. <laughs> I'm so suffering from jet lag. Oh my goodness, I can't. Oh, I can't wait to hear about your trip. I, I, I just can't. I can't. And you just came <laughs> back from a trip as well. I know. I did. We both did. We both so, did. A lot of traveling, uh, summer vacation, and all that. Yeah, exactly. It's it's good fun. It's good fun. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Chris, chief content editor of TDR Explorer, and I'm the one eating all the seasonal food. At the parks. A lot of eating. A lot of eating. Yeah, so let's just get let's just get right into it. Uh, but before we do, really quick about our Patreon, because I know you love hearing about that. Big thank you to everyone who is contributing to our Patreon. You do help keep the show running. We really do appreciate it. And if you'd like to support us on Patreon, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash TDR now. Again, that's patreon.com slash TDR now. And depending on how much you pledge, we got different rewards. One that we have is the at the $5 level, you get a shout out on the podcast. So if you pledge $5 or more, we will give you a shout out at the end of the show. So if you want to get your name read on the air in the episode, I don't even know how, how you explain that on the air. <laughs> uh, just... Head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now to make your pledge. And thank you so much to everyone who's already contributing. You guys are awesome. So thank you. Thank you so, so much. All right. We have a, we, we have a little bit of news. We'll, we'll talk about that. But the biggest thing is you, Patricia. You just what? got back from Walt Disney World. I did. In, yeah, like in Florida in general, like we did. Man, we did a lot. We were basically <sighs> traveling back and forth between um, three cities, basically. And that is crazy. It was really crazy. And my husband even joined us this time. So we had a family trip. Um, family trip. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Disney World is always great. So we had a really wonderful time. So today we're going to, well, it's going to be mostly you. You're going to be talking about your trip to Walt Disney World and kind of give us, share with everyone your opinions on it as being a local to Tokyo Disney. So a lot of stuff has changed since you were there last, right? Oh, for sure. The, uh, the last yeah. time we went was when they started the, it was a long time ago. They had started the 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 overnight event. It was the frozen summer and they had like the overnight event and that was the last time I went which is maybe like like 3 years ago or something like that. Okay, that's that's a fair amount of time. Mm -hmm. That's a fair amount of time, especially since you grew up going to Walt Disney World too, so that's a long time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, you know, I'm, so it's weird because like I'm a, I'm like a crossover between a Disney World local and a TDR local. 
Yeah, so, so you have a very unique perspective on things. Yeah, and we're not as like, cool. stressed out about doing stuff because, you know, we can we can go like anytime, you know? So mm-hmm. it's not like um, it, we took it really easy this time, which, you know, for me is not normal. I'm usually really neurotic and I ultra plan. Even when I go to Disney World, usually like I hyper plan and I do my tickets in advance, like the six months in advance or whatever you can do. Well, the wait, no, the restaurant reservation six months in advance. And I think the tickets are usually like three months in advance that you can do them. But I didn't do any of that this time. So we took a, a different approach. I can't wait to hear all about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Um, but before we get into that, we're, we're going to talk really quick about some news. Um, this is very interesting. Very interesting news coming. F- this is for Tokyo Disney. Um, it looks like we're, 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 sorry, I shouldn't say it looks like we are getting metal detectors. Yeah. That we is, are. that seems so weird. Yeah, it is weird. For us. For us. And, but, you know, Gaikoku is scary. Foreigners are scary. <laughs> so, yeah, we're getting, yeah, we're getting a lot of the Olympics, right? Yeah, we're getting a lot, of mo- lot more inbound tourism. So I guess they're just safety precautions. I don't know. It, like, I feel like it's going to slow the lines down. I don't know. I mean, and maybe that's why the, they have the new system for going into the parks, which is a little faster. So maybe it'll just even it out. Yeah, let's hope so. Because yeah, going through like the 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 newer type of gates that they're they're slowly starting to implement is where the cast members just scan your park ticket and there's no turnstile. Mm-hmm. It's a lot quicker than trying because you know ninety nine percent of the time when the person has to scan their ticket on the the turnstile, they don't get it right the first time. It usually takes a couple like sliding the ticket back and forth a little bit. And then when you have, like, ten people doing that in a row, it just makes everything slow. Yeah. Like, e- like even I do that with my annual pass. I never get it right the first time. With the new system where they scan it, it goes beep, 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 and it's really fast, right? Yeah, so hopefully that evens it out. Um, I haven't been to the park since I saw the pictures, so I'll have to go check that out. Um, from what I know, it was only at Disney Sea for now. So they've already started it. Oh, yeah. It's at, like the picture I saw was at Disney Sea. Okay. I'm guessing they won't do it at Disneyland yet, just because there's so much construction happening already. Yeah, I was thinking because I didn't. All I read was that it was happening, and I didn't know it had started yet. So I thought they were gonna like coincide it with the new ticket gates. Uh, they had at least one at Disney Sea. Wow. Yeah, there was pictures of it online. Uh, Japanese Twitter was. Uh, was pretty lit. <laughs> People were talking about it because it's it, it, it's very jarring for especially for Japan. Yeah, because we don't security is very lax here. Just because not a lot really happens here in terms of like security concerns, right? Yeah, not since like Omshin Rike. We have like the odd things that happen every once in a while. Like there's this guy who went into um, a kindergarten with a gun recently. And sometimes there'll be the oh, odd geez. stabbing here and there, <laughs> you know, but nothing major yeah, yeah. since like the Om Shinrikyo uh, sarin gas attack. So it's usually pretty safe. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like anywhere in the world, there's stuff that's going to happen. So um, yeah, and they're just, I guess, better safe than sorry. Mm-hmm. But yeah, once we know more about it, we'll, we'll definitely talk about it. Um, 
But before, so yeah, before we talk about your Walt Disney World stuff, because I want to hear all about it, because I'm going to Disney World next month too, so I want to get some tips from you. Oh, you're going to have so much fun. <laughs> um, I'm going to sh- shamelessly plug the ebook. Um, we just released an updated version of the first edition um, of the ebook. So if you already bought the ebook, you probably saw the email that got sent out telling you how to update your book. So you know, just just follow the email. Um, if you haven't bought the ebook yet, well, now's a good time to do so. Um, you can get your copy at tdrexplorer.com slash ebook. And I updated the book with um, some new stuff, like mostly shows, because in the summer, uh, this past July, we got a whole bunch of shows, brand new shows all at once. So that really affects how you do the park now. Mm-hmm. Sure. So I felt like I needed to update it because it was with all these new shows. It just like made a lot of the stuff that we had before really outdated. So in an effort to keep everything as updated as possible, we released this uh, new or this updated version. Um, so, yeah. And also keep an eye out. We're aiming for the fall for the new Universal Studios Japan ebook as well. So that's going to be amazing, and I think it's very necessary. So um, I think I'll, I hope a lot of people are looking forward to that. I am because there's like no information, easy information on USJ in English um, besides the website. You know, your website covers it, but still, it's it's going to be nice to have that handy at your fingertips. So that's fantastic. Yeah, there was a lot of. Um, hair pulling <laughs> some nights writing the usj ebook it was a little frustrating just because like you said there's not a lot of english information so i was kind of going through japanese websites and the japanese guidebooks and looking for information that i needed mm-hmm. and of course like i'm not completely fluent in japanese but i i know enough to be able to figure out what's going on but some of this like of course, Japanese do theme parks differently than Westerners. Yeah. So reading some of the stuff and some of the information, trying to interpret it in a way that a Westerner would understand it is tough. That's true. Like, yeah, like the wording and everything. And and I think in even between Japanese theme parks, it's a really different experience going to USJ versus Tokyo Disney Resort. So on top of that, like you have that as well. Yeah, it's just it's a whole other ball game in itself. And yeah, like you said, um trying to explain certain things. So like an example is like in the USJ ebook, they'll talk about like one thing and they'll mention it and Japanese people will just know what it means. But if I just like literally translate that into English, it wouldn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Cuz like okay, well what does that mean? And so I would have to like think of a way because obviously I don't know how to explain it. Like, there's no real phrase that we would have in English. Right. So it's like, how do I explain this in English so that we, like, so it makes sense? So, like, there's a lot of that happening back and forth. Like, one one example would be, like, um, Japanese hotel rooms. Like, some of the hotel rooms or, like, hotels at USJ only accommodate up to three people. That's it. That's very common, Yeah. Yeah, so, but then some of them accommodate four, five, six, seven, eight. So it's like me trying to explain, like, hey, this hotel is only for three people. Like, this hotel only has rooms up to three people. But if you want a family of five, you got to go to this hotel. Like, <laughs> it, it was a lot of that as well. Yeah. And it's just, 
you know, it gets, <laughs> it kind of makes my eyes go cross <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> so this book was a lot more challenging than the TDR 10s, put it that way. But it, it's a good challenge, and I think it's something that is, is needed for sure. So, yeah, anyway, it, it's coming out in the fall. Keep an eye out for that. It'll be on the website, blah, 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 blah. You, you know what to do. Okay, 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 okay. I want to know everything about Walt Disney World. I want to hear all about your trip. Man, my trip. So, like I said, the way the trip was set up was not your average trip to Walt Disney World because it was split up um, over three weeks. So, we would go a day and then go... Um, two days later, like for two days later after that, and we go somewhere else and we come back and we do another day. And so we were also meeting people from Japan, which kind of affected our schedule as well. So uh, my son's um, friend from school was transferred to New York and they scheduled their trip to be there at the same time as us. So we met them um, at Disney World as well. So we, we had like a lot of things going on. We were also meeting family friends as well. So um, it was a really hectic trip. So really, we were in between like three main cities. We'd be between um, Miami and then Orlando, like Winter Park, and then um, Palm Coast, which is like in between like Daytona and St. Augustine. So we were in between those three areas and we were driving back and forth and back and forth between those three areas. So it was like a really, really hectic um, trip, you know? It sounds like it. And and of course we also did Universal Studios. So, oh, oh, <laughs> so oh my goodness. Do we need a separate episode for that one? Uh, <laughs> I I don't know, maybe, you know, we I mean, we could do like a whole episode on Florida cuz we were we did things from um one of our relatives, I don't know how, I don't know the full story. So they have a house in the Everglades. Apparently you can't buy you can't build a house, but if the house is already built or something like that you can buy the property so they have a house in the everglades which is like a national park and so we did like airboat riding and we saw alligators and we i don't know if you know there's like this guy who has like this place called old glory camp and uh the guy that lives there he actually lives in the everglades his name is gerald Motes, and he they like filmed some tv shows there like survivor or something like that or some kind of some cookie cooking shows so we went there because like he's a friend of like our families and it was really interesting so like the everglades itself is interesting um we did horseback riding on the beach we did um we visited a lot of beaches we went to like a ton of beaches because my son is obsessed with the beach so we were like between daytona and flagler and palm coast we didn't do miami beach though we ran out of time so it was so sad. But yeah, man. And we did a concert. We did Panic at the Disco. And it was crazy. So like Florida itself, like there's so much to do. But like, yeah, well, Disney World, um, there's so much that's new, right? So I don't even know where to start. Um, so Disney World overview. Um, probably a lot of you listening are Walt Disney World locals. So this might be boring to you. But <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe for our Japan locals or for other people, we'll do a quick overview, right? So Disney World um, is basically a city, a Disney city, right? It's like its own property. And within that property, you have you have natural area, right? That's preserved um, where nothing is built. It's just like a preserved natural area. You have um, many, 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 many hotels, right? Both Disney hotels 
and other companies as well. You have uh, four Disney theme parks, two water parks, a number of resort activities ranging from horseback riding to hot air balloons to race car driving to <laughs> fishing to almost anything you can imagine. So it's like a vacation resort area versus like um, a lot of the other Disney like kind of resorts where it's like one or two parks and some hotels and that's kind of it. Um, it's like this really, really wide area. So even driving into Walt Disney World Resort, it takes time to go between parks and to go between hotels. So you have to kind of add in that transportation time when you're visiting. Um, like you, you've been there before. Yeah, I've been three times. Right? Yeah, three times. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's a big property. It's big, yes. It's <laughs> it's intimidating, I guess. Sure, of for course. For people who have never done it before. So I understand why people plan so much mm-hmm. for it. So, And yeah. you can't do things in a couple of days. It's, it's impossible, right? So if, especially oh, yeah. if you're visiting the first time. You're like, oh, my God, there's so much to do. I have to schedule everything, you know. So it, it can be a little um, stressful. And even on return trips, it's kind of like, wow, what, what to prioritize? What should we do this time? You have your favorites and you have the new stuff that you want to try. So it's um, it's like there's always like a balance involved when you're going to Walt Disney World because you basically have to pick and choose. It's not like, um, like for example, like... Um, TDR where you can come and you're like, oh, if you're here for four days, you can do everything, right? That's not possible at Walt Disney World. So I think that's um, a little daunting for a lot of people. Mm, I can totally, I can totally understand that. Um, so the way we did it, like where we stayed was we did, um, my parents live right by the, right by Walt Disney World. So we were staying at their house mainly as like our home base and then we did a couple of nights at the Polynesian Village Resort, um, which we hadn't stayed at in years. So it was really, really different from the last time I had stayed. When I was a kid, we used to go all the time um, because it was my favorite hotel growing up, that and the beach club. So um, it was really, really nice to go back. And my son had never stayed there. So um, it was a really good experience for him. And so I guess we can start with the hotel a little bit. Um, so Polynesian Hotel is like a like a Hawaiian like a little Polynesian <laughs> Polynesian um, themed resort, right? So uh, they have um, uh, they have a really gorgeous pool. They have really delicious dining and kind of like fun things to do. Like um, they opened up recently a new kind of like bar and lounge called Trader Sam's, um, which is kind of like a an attraction bar attraction lounge. So oh, that's interesting. It's really, really interesting. And you order drinks and things happen, like things in the background and like the cast members do like crazy stuff. And it's really fun. Like if you order, there's um, it's like a, a 20,000 Leagues, under, I think it's called the Nautilus or something, like a 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea base drink. And they'll like come out and they're like, dive, dive, you guys got to swim. And they're like shooting water at you. And um, it's like the lighting will change. Um, there's one where like a volcano explodes in the background. There's like a zombie drink or like they make like zombie sounds, like all kinds of stuff happens. And that's really fun. It's like very Disney. Um, it's like an interactive like experience. 
um, the restaurants there, like one of our favorite restaurants in the morning time is um, Captain Cook's, where you get something called like Tonga toast, which is so, so delicious. It's kind of like this sourdough bread, um, kind of made like French toast, like French toast. And it has like this strawberry, um, like a like a strawberry sauce, like a really beautiful strawberry sauce and bananas inside. And it's so, 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 so delicious. Um, you can get a Dole Whip at the Polynesian Resort. You can do um, different sporting activities. Like we tried the boats this time around, um, which we had never done. Like all the years going there as a kid, we never did it. Um, and it was a blast. And I felt so like, I'm like, why, why have we never done this before? So you can rent like these little boats and go out on, um, on the water areas and you can drive right in front of Magic Kingdom and um, it's amazing you can go all around all the waterways and they give you like a little map of where you can you can and can't go and there's people kind of like guiding you just in case you're going the wrong way so it's very safe even uh, if you've never driven a boat before it's very easy to do so um, we did all of that stuff and we spent a lot of time at the pool because my son is obsessed with water and pools and beaches and um they have like different pool activities during the day and there's several pools at the hotel um which are a blast and like a kid's water area um where they can just splash and run around so um even spending time at the re at the resort takes time like at the at the hotel resort so um if you're staying there i would not just stay the night i would definitely spend like the day at the hotel and just enjoy all the fun stuff you can do and that's for, wow. No, and that's, <laughs> that's for, just like, the resort. <laughs> no, and that's like that's just a resort and that's like for any any of the Disney like um resort hotels because if you stay at Wilderness Lodge, you can do like um the the different trails or you can do like the horseback riding and things like that. Like there's so much to do just at the hotels, you know. Um yeah, for sure. But if you're staying at the hotels, enjoy the hotels. Oh, that sounds so lovely. It really is. They have really like a does. torch lighting ceremony. And for the kids, they'll have like movies that they show and like little, um, how do you say, like a, like marshmallow toasting and stuff like that. So, yeah. Oh, that sounds really lovely. I like that. I love it, man. I, like when we were kids, like that was just as much fun as going to the parks, I think. Mm. Yeah, that's one thing that Tokyo kind of lacks. Mm-hmm. Like, we have, like, our hotels here, obviously, like, they're gorgeous, but we don't have that level of, like, interactivity, I guess. Like, there's not as many activities to do at our hotels here in Japan. Just, you know, space, right? That's that's obviously an issue. Yeah, and I think um, part of that is, like, the vacationing style. Like, mm -hmm. a lot of people here, I think the average stay at the hotels here is, like, two days max. Right. And, and you see that with the reservation system. Like, I think you're not able to book more than four days in a row. Right. You have to book them. Yeah. Separately. It's like, yeah. I think four or five days is the max you can do. Mm -hmm. So like then you have to make a separate reservation. Yeah, you're totally right. Right. So I think there's there's no there's like not really a need for that. So they don't focus on that here. Yeah. Yeah, it's very the vacation style is very different in Japan because a lot of time it's like it's it's almost like a quote unquote staycation mm -hmm. in in a way because you know by that I mean like Japanese people aren't leaving Japan like they're, they're they might be you know traveling from another part of Japan to Tokyo to stay and stuff but it's usually not for very long right because holidays aren't super long here 
Right. Yeah. Um, like pe- people don't take two week vacations usually. Um, and if they do, they're usually going overseas anyway, <laughs> if they're taking something that long. But yeah. And then for Walt Disney World, it's like, yeah, like a week <laughs> minimum, right? A, kind a of week thing. minimum. And people stay longer. People will stay like two weeks. Right. So um, people yeah. have the time to do other things and they kind of want you to stay. They reward you for staying longer. Right. Like if you stay longer, the ticket price gets cheaper it's per cheaper. day. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, they, they want you to stay at the resort at Walt Disney World Resort. Right. Hmm. That makes so much sense. Yeah. I like that. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. So. OK. There was. All right. So let's talk about like, what's what's new since you last visited and like tell tell me everything i want to hear it all okay what's new okay um for sure pandora how's that i'm i'm really looking forward to that it's amazing um it's beautiful and especially at night it's really really gorgeous and um so okay so there's two uh, attractions in the land right there's mm-hmm. um there's the the river? Mm, I can't remember the name. The river something. And then there's Flight of Passage, right? Mm-hmm. Flight of Passage is amazing. It is so amazing. And it's not just the attraction itself, which is also amazing. The queue itself is is like a Disney sea level queue. Um, the queue itself is part of the attraction. And it's just, wow. It's It was definitely one of the highlights of our trip, for sure. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's that's like the comment I hear from a lot of people mm-hmm. that have been to Disney Sea and Pandora, saying it's Disney Sea quality. For sure, um, the river ride uh, was um, interesting. <laughs> that doesn't sound too good. <laughs> no, it's weird. It's like um, the thing is that it's it's very short, and it, the idea is really interesting. Right, it's almost like an atmosphere ride. Okay. I, I wish there was a little bit more to it, but I can see the idea that they had for it, right? Because they want to introduce you to like Pandora and like the Pandora ecosystem and kind of like the nature that exists there. So I get that. It's so it's kind of like I feel like it almost makes it, but it doesn't quite make it you know what i mean so i would do that one if the wait time is around 30 something minutes or so we were lucky we got on and it was like a walk-on because we went at the end of the day and um flight of passage too um because we weren't doing our fast pass uh things in advance we did not have fast pass so we went at the end of the day and it was about 30 something minutes so we were we lucked out with the time on that as well oh that's good yeah did you try any of the food we did. We tried um, the the pods. <laughs> so, pods. The pods are basically Nikuman. Oh, okay. The steam buns. <laughs> steam buns. So, um, but what makes it a little bit different is that it's cheeseburger flavor, which I had never tried, like a Nikuman that's cheeseburger flavor. Uh, so that was interesting. And they also have curry flavor as well. <laughs> <laughs> you would think of all the flavors that Japan comes up with here, cheeseburger would have been one of them at some point. How have we <laughs> cheeseburger i was thinking that when i'm there we have pizza and we have curry right yeah why have we why do we not have cheeseburger how bizarre is that right yeah that's weird so i feel like that could make its way here there's a bunch of cheese i noticed in disney world there's a lot of cheeseburger stuff um there's also a cheeseburger (laughs) spring roll (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, this just makes it sound so American. It's very American. I know. I'm like, I'm always telling Japanese people, we don't just eat hamburgers. And then I go to well, this is not helping. and it's all hamburgers. It's not, that's not helping at all. <laughs> We didn't get to try the spring roll at um, Magic Kingdom because the thing with uh, Disney World that this has always kind of like been the case. Certain restaurants are not open all year round and certain carts close earlier than other carts. And the spring roll cart, I guess, uh, closes um, a little earlier um, than the other uh, food locations. So if you want to buy food, try it, I guess, peak times because some locations will close. And other locations, like certain restaurants, won't even be open um, on certain parts of the year. So watch out with that. Uh, so we didn't get to try the spring rolls, but we tried the pods, the cheeseburger pods, uh, which was nice. You know, um, the food actually in in the restaurant um, looked really good in general. Like probably the other dishes, um, we did the pods because it was easy and we weren't very hungry. And we were with kids and we needed to eat quickly to get on the attraction. So we did that. But um, the other food looked really good, actually. Like there was like... Um, like kind of like the steak and like sauteed steak and stuff like that um so yeah and they had um non-alcohol cocktails which were really cute and of course alcohol cocktails which disney world does really really well um <laughs> uh um and if you're a light drinker uh, you can um you can ask them i think for less alcohol and they'll adjust it for you but the drinks are quite strong at disney world so watch out for that um if you're coming <laughs> if from you're Japan. lightweight yeah no it always gets my husband especially like my husband at epcot when we get the fiesta margarita which i think they made smaller but still it always gets him he's like ah i don't feel good and i'm like i and this happens every time <laughs> you know you should know better by you now you should know better so yeah the drinks are stronger, so um, watch out for that if you're coming from TDR for sure. Um, the one thing we missed at Animal Kingdom, just because we it, we were visiting the parks, but we were also visiting with like family, friends, and stuff, was that we missed the nighttime show. We kind of had to like make a choice at one point um, because my husband was only there for a week, even though we we stayed for three weeks, and um, we had to like prioritize certain things that he he wanted to do, and then um, things that my son friends. Uh, my son's friend's family wanted to do as well so we missed the nighttime show so we'll probably have to do that uh, next time of course um it looks really good so i i hope you can catch it and you can tell us how it is when you go for sure yeah i think i have that on the list you have to yeah you have to do it (laughs) um and uh they have the nighttime safaris now uh the kilimanjaro safaris which is really cool oh i didn't know that yeah yeah, like for me, last time I went to Walt Disney World was 2011. Oh my gosh! So it's been a long time. So I'm I'm in for a treat. I'm in for a treat. Oh, for sure, like 2011, right? Animal Kingdom used to be a half day park, right? Is what people considered it. I never considered it a half day park, but a lot of people did. And now it's definitely like a full day park. Go all day and oh, enjoy good. everything. That's nice. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to to Animal Kingdom. Um, I can't wait. And I've been debating if I want to do like videos when I'm there, like video vlogs or something like that. I don't know. You could, I'll you should. See. I could. Yeah. I'm sure people would like it. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> That'd be fun. Um, I see you have Toy Story Land written here. Toy Story Land, AKA. That's obviously new. Yeah. That just opened like what? Two months, a month ago, two a months month ago, ago, two months ago. Um, AKA How is it? Heat Stroke Land. 
Heat stroke. <laughs> I heard that. I heard um, that. There's like nothing covering you from the sun. There's nothing covering you from the sun, and the only air conditioned area is the restrooms, apparently. Um, so, um, I guess Toy Story Lands in general, I'm, I'm, I'm okay on. I don't have a major issue with, but I'm not. I'm also not excited by them. Um, I Fair felt enough. in this case the planning felt very irresponsible. <laughs> so like, hey, okay, I, I I need to know. So like in the queues for the attractions, there's nothing covering you either. Um, so there is, and there isn't. Okay, it's it's oh. half and half. Um, so there are parts outside. There's no indoor building, so you're always outside. Um, once you get to the inner queue, you're covered for the most part, except for the Slinky Dog ride, where the queue then goes outside again into the sun <laughs> when you get There's to no, the like, edge. umbrellas or anything? Um, not for the outer queue when we went. I think they're starting to add more umbrellas to the area, but the umbrella, umbrellas only do so much um, to cover you, and it is very, very hot. They need to add, like, fans. Because I'm just thinking, like... Because I'm thinking... You thought they would have learned their lesson with, like, would have known better because Hong Kong and Shanghai both have Toy Story lands. And I find, like, they're not the best in terms of, like, coverage, but they do enough. So you're not, like, completely in the elements the whole time. They have, so there's, like, the outer queue where you're, like, out. And then there's the mm-hmm. inner queue where there's a roof over your head. Right. That's it. And that's it. And, and what <laughs> I notice also is that, um, the water, the drinking fountains are not until you get to the inner queue <laughs> where it's covered. Um, so I kind of wish the water fountains had been on the outer queue. Um, my sister um, uh, has uh, an illness. She could not wait in the land. She was not doing the attractions with us. She actually had to wait outside because she could not, she couldn't, there was no place for her to wait. Um, so she, she couldn't even stay inside the land when we were there. We met her afterwards outside. Um, the restaurant we wanted to try but it was just way too hot and the food the food items look really interesting so um it was a shame we we didn't get to try that because it was just we were like dying um so i don't know i i don't know what they were thinking i get i understand what they were thinking so the idea is that it's a backyard so there's no trees because the trees would ruin the scaling of the attraction right because you're in the grass so the trees wouldn't make sense. They'd have to be much bigger. Um, you could do it, like, because basically this, it's to, it takes elements from the other Toy Story things, like the Toy Story attractions and stuff. So what they could have done, I feel, is make it like Mermaid Lagoon, make it like you're in Andy's room. And also like in Tokyo Disneyland in the Toy Story Mania, you know that part of the queue where you go into Andy's room? Yeah. It, it could have been like that. And it could have been a great area for people to go to because it would have been air conditioned <laughs> and safe, mm. <laughs> you know, no risk of dying. Um, so, yeah, my son was was like kind of like complaining. Not happy. He was not happy. No, he was not, <laughs> not happy. A happy. And camper. he likes Toy Story. You know, he, he, he right. wanted to do the greeting. Um, we were looking at the menu for the restaurant, which looked really, really fun. And we couldn't. We had to get out of there, you know, which is a shame. We did both attractions. Slinky Dog, which is really, really, really cute. Um, it was actually a lot of fun. Um, so it's it's adorable. The movement is really fun. And we loved the Slinky Dog attraction. 
and the alien attraction, which is basically what we're going to get with Baymax over here, where it kind of like pulls you around and spins you around. That was fun, and it's probably really pretty at night. Um, I would recommend if you do Toy Story Land, do it at night, because the lighting is probably really pretty, actually, because we were looking um, in the daytime, there's a lot of lighting elements that you could see that they would use at night, um, but we were there during the daytime. So um, check it out at nighttime, I would probably recommend. And, and check out the food, because it looks really, really interesting, and maybe at night it's cooled down a bit. Hmm. Um, the problem with Hollywood Studios this time, like, remember how we said, like, Animal Kingdom used to be a half-day park? Um, yeah. Hollywood Studios, I call it MGM Studios, <laughs> still. Still. <laughs> still. Um, Hollywood Studios felt like a half-day park this time around. Um, it was mm. kind of a mess. There's a lot of construction. The, the way, the story of the park just seems kind of muddled right now. And it's going to change um, in the future, they're adding Star Wars land and they're adding like a lot of other elements and they're kind of like reorganizing and readjusting the park and you can feel it when you're there. It's, it's very, it's like a very muddled, um, experience. There's a lot of fun things to do like, um, like the, the Muppets 3D and, um, Fantasmic, do the California Fantasmic. <laughs> um, but like, you know, you know, there's, fun, there's stuff to do, but it just felt like very... Like very muddled. I I really miss the great movie ride as well. Like I was really really sad that that's gone. Oh, that's gone. And I'm, yeah. I'm not mm. really excited about what's coming. So I'm like, um, mm. the Indiana Jones thing is always a freaking blast. We love it. My son loves it. My sister was there with us. She had fun too. She hadn't done it in a really long time. Um, they have a lot of Star Wars stuff because they're revving up for Star Wars Land. So they have um, <laughs> Heat Stroke 2.0. <laughs> where the stormtroopers come out every hour or so um, and it's like right in the direct sunlight <laughs> again very dangerous and things that kids are attracted to so um, I feel like they have to kind of consider that with this park I don't know what's going on with it but it's kind of a mess right now fair enough <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward to Toy Story Land mostly um, the Slinky Dog Ride that's what I'm looking forward well, to Slinky Dog Ride is really fun Yay. I think we have the fast passes for that already. Great. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, so what about uh, Epcot? Epcot. You know I love Epcot. Epcot's my baby. <laughs> um, uh, one thing I noticed this time, and I don't know why I never noticed this before, but um, the Spaceship Earth attraction is kind of messed up. Because <laughs> it's basically the history of white people. Oh, it's like there's like no mention of like China or any other area except like there's there's like they mention Persia and they mention like some they mention some things, but it's basically white people. And it's kind of like as you go through the attraction, it kind of hits you more and more, and you're like, wow, this is really terrible <laughs> so we had never noticed i had never noticed that before and my husband's like yeah i always noticed and i'm like whoa sorry <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> i still love it i still love spaceship Earth, but it's kind of messed up um, <laughs> um i love epcot in general i love going to all the different country pavilions there's a lot coming to epcot as well epcot's going through a lot of changes um controversial changes 
um, they're having that. They're building a massive Guardians of the Galaxy attraction. I'm not sure when it opens, um, but I think it's supposed to be the largest indoor roller coaster, which is kind of interesting. Um, hmm. Cocktails. That sounds fun. Epcot, go for the cocktails. It's of course. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a thing you do, right? Uh, don't drink too much because then you'll be that person. Yeah, you don't want to be that person. Know your limit. <laughs> oh, we actually spent a lot of time in the Canada Pavilion. And I thought what? about you. <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing there? We, There's not too much to do there, except if you want to see Martin Short. We watched Martin Short. We watched a Canada movie. It's a really One good of our movie. icons, yes. <laughs> um. We uh, we did that, and they so it, so you you know like the story of like the the cheese soup in the Canada Pavilion that you used to only be able to get it at like Le Cellier, and mm-hmm. um, like during the food and wine festival, right at the booth. Well, now they have the soup at the the little stand outside where they used to where they still have the the, the Disney version of the cronut, right? Um, so they have yeah. it there, and they have some poutine there as well. So um, if you want your Canada cheese soup, you can get it there and you don't have to bother the people at Le Cellier anymore, <laughs> which is nice. Good to know. Um, and I like the Canada movie. It's a really nice movie. Um, so check out Canada <laughs> Land. And the stores are really cute, um, actually, inside that area. Did you talk to any of the cast members? We did. I tried to get my son to ask them questions like what like their favorite part of their country is and like where they're from and stuff like that. So I tried to get him to ask the different people around the world showcase like different questions. So it's not like you're just like walking around doing attractions. You're also like talking to people, which would be nice, which is nice, you know. Um, and we did the new um, Kit Kat stuff. So Duffy is gone. Goodbye, Duffy. And um, they really erased Duffy from Epcot. I don't know what Duffy did uh, to be exiled. <laughs> but um, I actually like the new activity a bit more because they it's by it's sponsored by Ziploc and they give you these cards for each country. And it gives you like some little like country facts, and then you can color it or whatever. Like, like the kids can kill time, but you you it's little a little bit of edutainment, right? So um, mm. I like that. That's fine. Um, rather than just coloring Duffy, right? Um, yeah. What else did we do? We we were meeting with friends, so we uh, we caught Pokemon. <laughs> Oh, I know we're supposed go. to be talking about the park. Because <laughs> so my mother-in-law had me on a mission to find American Pokemon for her. Um, we uh, of course did um, Illuminations because Illuminations is awesome. We did the Guardians of the Galaxy stage show, which was really fun. I, I was, which was surprisingly fun, actually. Hmm. It has like well, I think it's going to be done by the time I get there. I think it's done. Me. It was very limited, um, but um, I like it better than when they have like these random like bands that play at Epcot because it's kind of like Disney themed, and it's still live music, and they have um, different special effects. The lighting was really nice. They have some pyro going on in there, so it's actually a really nice um, like a, a, a like a good temporary show. So um, it was fantastic. My son freaking <laughs> loved it. Um, what else is going on at Epcot? Frozen? Did you do Frozen? I did do Frozen. Um, we did Frozen. That was really fun. Um, the queue has changed a lot. Um, when we went, the attraction was a short wait, but it broke down. So we were in the line for a while. But it was fine because it's an indoor queue and you're in Arendelle. And the really cute element of the queue was like the, the shop 
this guy's shop, I forgot his name, the sauna guy. It was really adorable. Um, so it was cool. The faces are a little bit on the like uncanny valley um, <laughs> <laughs> side of things, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 I haven't watched like any videos on YouTube or anything. Like I don't watch attraction videos, um, especially ones that I haven't done yet in person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't like to ruin it for myself. Um, so I. But I've seen some pictures of like the faces and stuff. <laughs> um, but it, in the end, it's fine. It's it's a it's a it's a it's a good attraction, you know. Um, the Kringla Bakery was closed, so no school bread for us, which was sad. Oh. <laughs> uh, no. Mexico Pavilion. We also spent a lot of time in. Um, they had a really nice. Um, how do you say, like a an exhibit like on like the day of the dead um kind of like relating to the coco movie which is really really nice um again it's an indoor air-conditioned pavilion they have a really great restaurant which is kind of like blue bayou you can see all the little boats passing the menu is fantastic they also have uh el cava de tequila which is amazing go there um i think they have over like 200 different kinds of tequila oh no yes (laughs) sounds that sounds like it would get messy it's amazing and it's really 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 good um they serve margaritas and tequilas there um we went to the outdoor tequila booth which has also been renewed choza de margarita um so we had been to um we had been to uh la cava del tequila before because that was open when we were there last time but we had not been to choza de margarita um and that was a great uh lots of different margaritas and some little snacks as well and for the kids there's fruit juice so don't worry there's non-alcohol <laughs> versions as well i like the lime margarita um so that's my go-to but with my husband we always order the fest fiesta margarita and he always gets messed up on that for some reason i don't know why <laughs> um <laughs> so like, you uh, you keep mentioning cocktails so um you kind of wish that like Tokyo Disney would do cocktails a bit better? Heck yeah. I mean, if Tokyo Disney did cocktails like Disney World, man. <laughs> yeah, our, like the cocktails here are kind of, like some of them are fine, but for the most part, they're kind of lackluster. They're on the lighter side, but but there's a reason yeah, for that, that too. too, because there's, um, I think uh, a lot of people in Japan don't process alcohol the same way. So, no, um, not at all. Right, so they don't. It doesn't take much to get a, if, if you're if you're Japanese, it doesn't take much to get really drunk. Exactly. So you don't want it to be too strong because no, people don't want no. that, right? No, especially like because you can only drink at Disney Sea, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it's just like one of those things that I guess you wouldn't want people to get really sloppy. Exactly. <laughs> at Disney Sea, and I think I find like um, with when I'm overseas in, in my home like with with japanese friends like or, or with family um a lot of times when we do order a cocktail like my husband or his sister will ask for with less alcohol so they specifically order it like a little lighter yeah and it's kind of surprising too because here in japan there's a drinking culture sure i mean it's dying like, down finally but yeah it's terrible yeah yeah like you like you know um 
people like if you've looked at it like done any kind of research or anything on japan like you would have found would have seen that and you know like people passed out at the train stations or on the trains and all this kind of stuff and so it can get a little sloppy here so i can understand why disney c doesn't have like their the, the alcohol is pretty weak like compared like you know for you and i it's very weak it's very weak yeah it's good. The flavors are good, and they do some yeah. really interesting, pretty things. But a little stronger would be nice. But I understand why it's not stronger as well. Hmm. Um. I was gonna. <laughs> I forgot what I was gonna ask you. I had a question, and I forgot what ask it was. Ask me. Is it about um, Shanghai Disneyland goods in China? <laughs> <laughs> you read my mind. <laughs> because you can still buy the inauguration goods. In the China that Pavilion. Weird. That just means they had overstock and they want to get, <laughs> they rid, want of to get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> I find that, that is fascinating. so interesting. Yeah. That's very interesting. Hmm. Uh, See, like, I feel like, like, maybe, like, talking about Japan for a second, like the Japan Pavilion, why don't they just have the Duffy goods there? Like, all of them, like Stellalo, Gelatoni, Cookie. Olu, like just have them all there. Because it's, Call it a day. it's Mitsukoshi. Oh. So it's not, well, see, it's Mitsukoshi. So Mitsukoshi is the one that, the, the shop is actually a Mitsukoshi department store. Oh, uh, so it'd be like a licensing exactly. thing or something. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, just open up another another store then. I know. Open up, open up Cape Cod. OLC, <laughs> open a little booth. <laughs> Like, people would probably go nuts if they did something like that in Walt Disney World. Oh, for sure. Right? Because I think there's enough demand. Like, I, I don't really, I don't know for sure, to be quite honest. But I'm sure there's enough demand that they, if they did something small, it would do okay. Well, there's, like, hidden Disney Sea stuff in the Japan Pavilion. Mm. So they have, like, this little um, this little art gallery, Bijutsukan Gallery. And it does, like, Japanese... Right now, it's a Japanese pop culture exhibit. They'll change it out, and they'll do different exhibits. Um, and inside the Japanese pop culture exhibit, there's, like, a like a bedroom mock-up and a little kitchen mock-up. And you can find hidden Disney Sea things. Not Disneyland, only Disney Sea. So there's, like, a gelatoni with, like, a little popcorn bucket around his neck. And then there's, like, a refrigerator with, like, the Disney Princess Days booklet and a bento a lunchbox of tippy blue so there's some hidden some hidden disney sea elements in there but they do not sell disney resort goods huh interesting interesting well i I guess it probably has to do with licensing stuff too like i'm sure olc has something some sort of rights to the duffy stuff i i don't know i'm just talking out of my out of my behind i have no idea but yeah um what was your favorite part, like favorite thing of the trip? Of the trip? Um, there's two things. I would All say right. um, at Magic Kingdom, um, Happily Ever After was... Oh, I'm excited for that. Oh, it's, uh, it's easily the best fireworks show I think that they've ever done. Oh, that's high praise coming from you. Yeah. It's so you know, <laughs> I was kind of lackluster about our, our castle show recently. I didn't like the way the projection mapping was done because I feel like when you do projection mapping, the whole point is to kind of like use the building elements to kind of like do interesting things instead of like just projecting a video. 
And this show does that. It, it takes a different castle elements and it'll flip it around and it'll do like really creative, interesting things and it'll incorporate the fireworks in really interesting, creative ways and time it with the music. The music is fantastic. It's a beautiful original score. The pyro at Disney World is always amazing and this is no exception. But the way everything, all the elements work together make it a really amazing show. Oh, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, part of this, like part of the song, to my understanding, is from the Hong Kong Disneyland show, the Mickey and the Wondrous Book, because mm-hmm. they they have the Happily Ever. I think they use the Happily Ever After song. Ooh. Like obviously it's in Cantonese and Hong Kong, but Ooh. they 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 redid it in English for this show. It's a beautiful Walt soundtrack. Disney World. Oh, it's a good it's a good song like yeah I, i'm pretty sure it, originally it was in mickey and the wonders book and then they redid it for happily ever after that's cool though yeah and um that and flight of passage okay so those are like the two must like i have to do those like if i don't do it there's no point in coming back you have to do kind of this, no matter what <laughs> okay like 100 okay. percent, no matter what um and then right. um other things i would recommend um, at Polynesian Resort, we really had fun at Trader Sam's at the bar. Um, and we really enjoyed doing the boating. We had never done that before. And I thought that was a really great experience. So for Trader Sam's, do I need a reservation or can I just show up? You can just show up. Do I have to be a hotel guest? No, you do not. <gasps> Ooh, I like the sound of that. <laughs> and you don't have to be a hotel guest to use like the different activities like horseback riding or the boats or anything either. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. So check that out. It's oh. a really fun little break in the day for sure. Um, okay, have, another have thing, uh, the water parks, do the water parks. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, definitely. One Wait, of do my... they close the water parks in the winter? No, I don't think so. Because yeah. it's still hot. Um, and I think the pools are heated. Okay, unlike here. At <laughs> <laughs> um, the wintertime, um, watch out because some days are warm and some days are freezing. So, um, yeah. Uh, but Be careful. Be careful. <laughs> but a lot of the times it's warm, so watch out for that, just, mm. you know, depending on how the weather is. Um, and, of course, um, probably the, the best thing was um, seeing friends that we hadn't seen for a long time. Um, we have a lot yeah, of friends from Orlando nice. and we couldn't see everybody that we know in Orlando either. We ran out of time to see a lot of people, um, but seeing old family friends and seeing my son's school friend, uh, from Japan in Disney world was really interesting. the kids all had a really good time, uh, having a reunion and getting together and playing together after a few years of not having seen each other. So that was really amazing too. Um, so Aww. yeah, that's lovely. I love that. I love that. Um, one last question. Yes. So, obviously, you're a Tokyo Disney local, duh. <laughs> <laughs> what, like, for you, what's really, like, what's been, or what was some of the most jarring things at Walt Disney World? Because, obviously, you've been, we, you and I have both been in Japan for so long. We're used to how things are done here and probably going back. I know for me, going back home, I find things jarring. So, I'm guessing you found some stuff. Going to Walt Disney World kind of jarring. Not just as someone visiting from TDR, but also as a returnee 
American, what I found really, really jarring, and I forgot one of the highlights, so I'll incorporate the highlight, as I mentioned, the jarring thing. Um, if you go to Magic Kingdom, they had this really, really wonderful, like a Muppets outdoor thing, which is also a must do. It's really, really fun, and it's, it's a short, it takes a short time, and there's like two different versions, and it's great, um, which is really great. Um, but also in Liberty Square was the Hall of Presidents, and it was a really uh, tense experience. There are a lot of guards inside the attraction. Um, oh. There's like a, it's really tense, man. Um, so that experience is really odd and bizarre. Um, and then another thing is um, the announcements, the constant announcements about bringing guns into the parks uh, and uh, which was very jarring for me as a returnee because those announcements didn't used to be there and it was kind of odd and uh, the security uh, as usual is a little uncomfortable at Disney World which I really dislike because I don't mind a bag check I don't like when they rummage through their through your bag with their hands touching everything in your bag I find it really kind of gross and uncomfortable um, I like how they do it at Universal Studios where they have a little stick where they can move things around or they'll ask you to open a pocket if you need to do that. I really, really dislike the way Walt Disney World does security. Um, and I found those gun announcements really, really jarring when you're entering the kingdom of dreams and magic. <laughs> Don't bring any guns oh, into the park, you know? Go. That gives me kind of, that makes me really... It's really gross. Uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and um, that's, and another thing which I found kind of confusing as somebody who had not been there for a while, um, especially because in the parks they'll sell like little Star Wars guns and things like that and bubble guns. But also in the announcement they're like, don't bring toy guns into the park. So does that mean the things that they sell? Or if you bought it and then you're park hopping, do you have to put it in a locker? I didn't understand that. So they could make that announcement a little more clear, I guess. They're like, don't bring toy guns into the park. But then they sell toy guns. So I didn't get that either, which is confusing. Um, so, yeah, nice. that was very uncomfortable. Um, I'm trying to think if there is another one. The size, I think, for people visiting um, from TDR, I think, can be really daunting. And moving around, um, especially if you're a Japanese tourist, um, moving from park to park or from the park's to your hotel what our friends did i forgot what hotel they were staying at i think they were staying at the hilton um what they were using a lot was uber and we actually used it at one point too because there was one day where my family was kind of tired and they're like oh you know um is there like another way that you can get home and so we used uber which is really really easy and very affordable so um and that's what our friends um that um, my, my son's friend's family was doing as well to get from the parks to their hotel. They were using Uber a lot. So the size, I think, hmm. affects things and getting around affects things. Time, like moving from park to park, it takes quite a bit of time sometimes. Uh, not like Tokyo where, you know, 15 minutes. 15 minutes. <laughs> 15, 20 minutes. About right, yeah. Yeah, depending on how you want to get there. But yeah, yeah, that's one thing I'm going to have to get used to when I'm there. I, I'm there for a week, so a week is I'm looking good. forward to it. Is, yeah, so a like, lot in a week. Everything you just talked about makes me really excited. And like all the all the new stuff, and I want to try some cocktails and some of the food. You're gonna enjoy everything, 
And remember, when we were doing the parks, we are also kind of like Walt Disney World locals, so we do a lot of half days. We'd leave early, we'd park hop back and forth. So if you're there for a week, you can spend like dedicated days at a certain park. You can use the extra magic hours. Like we had extra magic hours, like to go to the park until one in the morning. We did not use it because we did not want to overdo things. You know, we, we kind of wanted to take it easy. But when you spend a week at the parks, you can really take advantage of all those extra magic hours, like uh, planning out your days using fast passes. Like we did none of that this time and we were still able to do so much. Huh. I can't even fathom being at a park until 1 a.m. anymore. No, man, people do it. People, and, and it's good because like there's less um, lines and stuff. So you can do a yeah, lot. Yeah, I guess if you want to stay up that late. Yeah, I'm just so used to here where the latest anything is like the latest that's open is 10. Yeah. And then also coming from TDR, like probably one of the things you'll want to check out because I am like 90% certain they're going to use a lot of elements from um, the new Fantasyland at MK. So you're going to see a lot of things like from the Little Mermaid attraction. Not the Little Mermaid. What am I talking about? The Beauty and the Beast area. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, there's no Little there's Mermaid no area little going mermaid. in our fantasy land. No, the, little, the, the Beauty and the Beast area. The other, that other princess. <laughs> <laughs> Belle. Belle. Um, from the Frozen, the, not Frozen. <laughs> from, no, from Frozen, the, from the Norway pavilion, like some things from the Frozen attraction. They're probably going to use elements from there. Um, from the Tangled bathrooms, <laughs> they're probably going to use. <laughs> no, but like... Use them at Disney Sea. They're very... But it's like, it's it's a nice theme. They're going to use elements from that, certainly, as well. So you can get a little bit of a preview of what the lands are going to look like a little bit, so... Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. And do the Carousel Progress, because it's awesome. That's a classic. You got to do that. To. Yeah. Yay. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to to my trip. It's, yeah. Just do everything. Okay. In a week. I'll do it all. Do it all. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do my best. And make use of so Fast exciting. Pass Plus, you know. See, I haven't, I haven't done any of that stuff. Like Fast Pass, like the Magic Band, all that. That's all new to me. It makes it much easier, actually. Like, once you're there, once everything is planned. Because we did do all the planning the trip before this one. And it makes it very streamlined and very easy to do everything. Well, that's pretty cool. For sure. Looking forward to it. And I'm, yeah, well, I'll, like once I get back, of course, I'll talk about it too. But I'm happy that you had such a good time, though. That's so nice. Yeah. Like you were gone for three weeks. We did a lot. <laughs> like we had a blast. Um, my son did his first live concert. And, and that was not planned. We were like going and my son's like, I want to go to a live. And I'm like, you know, sweetie, you have to see what bands are playing ahead of time and everything. And then his little cousin just so happened to be going to Panic at the Disco. And I'm like, well, you like Panic at the Disco. Let's go. And it was a really amazing concert. Like we actually might go to the Japan um, performance when they come in October because it was fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I forgot that they're coming here. Oh, yeah. So uh, for those that don't know, concerts in Japan are called lives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you, if you ever hear us say, oh, I'm going to go to a live, that means a concert. It means a concert. That's just, yeah. That's one of the things of us living here. We end up using some of the, the terminology without thinking. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> We're just so used to it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. Ah! Ah! I'm so I'm 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 happy that you got to do that. It sounds so nice. Yeah, it had been a while since we had been back to the states, so it was good. Nice to go and back. relaxing. 
Yeah, come and you get to come back to hot, stinky, stinky, hot and sticky Japan. (laughs) Not stinky, hot and sticky. I was surprised reading the weather here was so much hotter, like nine degrees hotter than um, than Orlando. It was a crazy heat wave. You missed a lot of it. Oh my gosh! Yeah, (laughs) it was not so okay. Like this is like totally off topic, but it was so hot here a couple of the days outdoor shows were canceled yeah it happens sometimes that's crazy like and there's like this like kind of a side like a little tidbit um so the the the, this at disney tokyo disneyland the summer show Mm -hmm. um like this this is the first time i've ever heard this was they said today's performer today's performance of sansui summer beat was an alternate version due to extreme heat but I'm like, what? They, they sometimes and, do it, yeah. Yeah, so I asked my, one of my friends, I'm like, what does that mean? Like, what did they change? And I guess when the barges come out, because the barges come out from both and like both ends of the parade route, mm-hmm. the characters stay inside the barge because right. they're usually outside, but they keep them inside so that, you know, obviously they don't overheat. Right. So then, and then I guess, like, that means they only come out when they need to, mm-hmm. meaning when they're actually in front of the castle i guess because it's dangerously so, hot yeah yeah it was like it felt like 44 43 degrees celsius it was getting up there man some days it was bad it was really like i, I was stupid and went to the park in those days but you know whatever no, speaking speaking <laughs> of heat stroke land yeah tdr there's a lot of concrete the land of concrete japan yeah all right we need to go. We need to go. We got to go. <laughs> yes. um, we got to go. But before we go, we have to say thank you to uh, some of our Patreon subscribers. Thank you to Acros, Disney Girl, Alex, Angela, Barb, Mama Explorer. Thank you to Benjamin and Bryson. Thank you, Carl and Carrie and Claire and Claudia. That's a lot of C's. Thank you, Darren and Dave and David. Thank you, Disney It Girl. Love your Instagram. And thank you, Holly. And a big thank you to JP, Jane, Jess, Kathy, Lee. I feel like I need to say Kathy Lee Gifford. I know, say right? that. <laughs> That's what I want to say. That is, that is totally where my mind is going. Um, thank you to Leanne, Marie, Sarah, Sophie, Thomas, Timothy, Tracy, and Murray. So big thank you to all of you. <laughs> oh my goodness no, we couldn't do it without you guys so really like a very heartfelt um, gratitude coming from us thank you so so much thank you yeah we can't thank you enough and if you haven't already make sure you rate and review us on iTunes Stitcher Google Play Music wherever you get your podcasts from send us if you have any questions or suggestions for the show you can send them to us at TDR wait send them to us at contact at TDRexplorer.com uh, and make sure you tell everybody about us, of course. Spread the word. And you can find stuff, well, not really on Walt Disney World. <laughs> we don't really blog about that. But you can find stuff on the Asian Disney parks at our website, tdrexplorer.com. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all those places. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer. And I'm the one that's going to be at Walt Disney World in September. And I'm super excited. So anyone that's listening that's at Walt Disney World, hit me up. And maybe we can meet up. Let me know. And joining as always is the very jet lagged Patricia. I'm so sleepy. I'm sleeping at odd <laughs> hours. I'm waking up at night super early in the morning. 
I don't know what's going on. <laughs> um, but I'll be cut up. I'll be at TDR this week with the kiddos. Um, a big group of kids, so I'll talk about that. It'll be lots of fun. And you guys, keep exploring and drinking those cocktails. See you later. Until next time. <laughs>